Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Brooks to Kennedy Chandler. Spins into the lane. Brandon Clark catches. Spins to the bucket and lays it up and in. Chandler gave it to Brandon Clark spinning who got to the window and banked it up and in. And Eric Spolstra has seen it up. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. 2360 is one of my favorite places in the city of Memphis. I can go out there and get my itch scratched for basketball. Uh, and if you have, you know, a young one in your house, niece, nephew, son, daughter that. And starting to get serious about the game of basketball, take them out there, get them a membership. They're going to love it. Improve their passing, their dribbling, their shooting. Make them a better basketball player out at Shoot360. Back by our man Thad Young. You know he makes smart investment decisions. Plus, he's going to have his kids on this technology. His kids are growing up playing now. Little Thad Jr. out there. Uh, he knows what's up with Shoot360. By the time you walk in, you'll know what's up, too. You're going to be blown away. Super interactive. Your kid is basically just going to leave you, go get better, and have fun. That's what you want as a parent. And then I'm here to tell you the other part about it. They make it super affordable out there. This is for the city of Memphis. It's basketball training. It's the future of basketball training. They've got it all in one spot, even down to the development coaches and the weight training. Uh, everything you need for your child to get better. As John's point out, it's a perfect Christmas present. Get you a membership out at Shoot360. The future basketball training in Memphis. The future is now at Shoot360. Go see them out at 85 Market Center Drive in Cairo. Every day in this time, we do the rundown. Let go. Now, it's the rundown presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Memphis Grizzlies, you can't stop talking about them. Uh, especially after a win last night. 15-9 and nine now, the Memphis Grizzlies are. Uh, a game out of first place by the Phoenix Suns. I believe third, though, overall. That doesn't matter. Uh, the question is now just how good can this team be? It feels like they can do anything when you win a game uh, against the Miami Heat, who had everything to play for, as John and Jess uh, both pointed out first hour. You can beat a Miami Heat team, had J- Butler out there, everybody, with a starting lineup of Tyus Jones, David Roddy, Dylan Brooks, Santi Aldama, Stephen Adams. You know the one point we didn't make, John, in that first hour? Is that Dylan Brooks, for everything that he does give you defensively, uh, and was, you know, by all accounts, great again last night. You held your third opponent this season under 100 points. He went 7 of 22 and 2 of 11 from 3. Yep. On a night you figure, man, going in. Well, if you're going to pull off the what felt like you know the improbable here, you better get a big one from Dylan Brooks. He scored 17 points. Again, it's just a testament yep. to the depth to guys like Santi Aldama, 18 and 10. Tyus Jones can't go any further without saying his name again. Career high 28 uh, and 10. Just a phenomenal win for the Grizzlies last night. Makes you think, like we said, anything's possible. Really shut it down defensively too. After that first quarter when Miami shot 53%, felt like everything they put up was going to go in uh, last night in that first quarter. 
Uh, and again, they finished 21 of 60 over the last three. So Grizz held them to 35% shooting over the game's final three quarters. I mentioned it first hour. Grizzlies now up to 14th in the NBA in defensive rating. I keep bringing that up because you remember when we were dead last? Yep. Memphis was 30th in defensive rating. So it's coming together. Again, having Jaron back's a big part of that. Dylan Brooks back to one of the guys that's been huge for you in that aspect. You know, him being there in the lineup constantly has, has been a factor in that. But now 14th in the NBA in defensive rating, just slowly climbing their way up to being a top 10 defensive unit. Uh, and offensively, they're sitting there at 8th. So you, you like it. To, to get back to a point where you're top ten in both of those categories, just further evidence that you are one of the uh, one of the league's elite teams. We mentioned it. Last night was the start of a five-game homestand for the Grizzlies. That's significant because this is the longest one of the season. And you look at who it's against. Oklahoma City will be Wednesday. I got Detroit coming in here. Uh, finish up that season series on Friday. Atlanta, which is 13-11, and 11, and then Milwaukee to cap it off. Chance to fatten up. I keep going back to that because it feels like Dylan Brooks last night sort of sort of said the way that team is is feeling. Feels yep. like that right now you get a chance to rest Jaron. You get a chance to rest Ja and with a nice, you know, homestand now, four more games, consider the fact you're nine and two at home, looking really healthy. Oh, by the way, looks like Zaire Williams might be back here in a few. Could be a chance for the Grizzlies to fatten up and maybe make a run uh at Phoenix right now for going after at least an early season lead in the West. So uh, everything looks good for the Grizzlies right now, uh, especially when you consider the way this team is coming together from a health standpoint. Uh, last night, again, tip your captain to Tyus Jones. Yep. He really led the effort. But all the way down, it uh, should be mentioned as well, to, to guys like Kennedy Chandler coming in, getting on the floor against stars like Jimmy Butler and showing again that Grizzlies hunger from these young guys that's made a, a part of your culture. Also, John Moran is like those guys when they're on the side Rooting for you, know that's the best teammate stuff ever. It is like you know a lot of you know maybe you know, LeBron, some other stars would be that on a sideline when you've got some of those role guys in there. But when those guys are behind you to the degree that they and you're playing at home, we know role guys are better there. Uh, just a great energy from the Grizzlies last night on this uh, to start to kick off a five game homestand. Yeah, I know it's uh, you know it's easy to just look at the Miami Heat and say, oh well, they're under five hundred, et cetera. This is the same Miami Heat team that just went into TD Garden in Boston and and beat the Boston Celtics. Yeah. The Jimmy game was before. monstrous too. Yeah. Um, so like, understand that. Understand that the game before they beat the Boston Celtics, who were in the NBA Finals, who they. Went seven games with in the Eastern Conference Finals. Beat them at their place. I'm pretty sure that was Friday. It wasn't like yes. they were playing a back-to-back. No. And then they came Memphis in here to Memphis. Three or four. With no job, with no Jaron, with no Desmond Bain, with no Zaire Williams. Um, and, and, they, and, they, and they lose to the Grizzlies, to the Kennedy Chandler and Asante Aldama. You know, I mean, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. It is, it, is, it is magnificent what is happening. Uh, you know, with this Grizzlies franchise. You know, one thing that I wanted to ask Jessica about that I, I didn't think of, of it until, you know, after the second was over, that we've always sort of, like, built up to this, you know, oh, the Grizzlies are just, uh, you know, they're compiling this war chest. You know, they got the, all these assets and all these things that they're, you know, collecting here. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, like, is there really a move? Like, is there going to be? I mean, I, I, you can well, never Boston, say never. Boston had to learn that in the finals. Right. When they were turning the ball over left and right, that they needed something they, else, another ball handler to go get Malcolm. I mean, uh, 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 Milwaukee had to learn that after their runs. We need another guy in here. Go get Drew Holiday. The the Grizzlies have put themselves in position where if you get get to a point where you've learned with Dylan Brooks and these guys, that's why I'm hoping they make a deep run this year with these guys. Hopefully, you keep Dylan in the in the fold through the trade deadline. So you'll see and you'll have a chance, John, to answer that question. Can can we do it with what we've got? Or do we need to go make a move with these assets we've got? That's the beautiful thing about this, John, is they put themselves in that position. So should they need, right, they can. I just, I'm just i having a hard time thinking Dylan's going to be able to walk away from this. I agree. Like, I, it's I, like time. And, I, and I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hold it against him in the least if he wanted to go get a payday. He's a little older than these guys. You know, that window isn't quite as wide as some of these other guys. Although what we're talking about, 25, 26, he's going to make his – but but – It'd be hard to walk away from something this special where you feel like John, you don't, you know, you could keep it together if guys are willing. And Clay took a little less early. Yes, he did. You know, you just he didn't, he didn't love it. You know, I mean, you, you could you could just tell in his his comments back in the day, like when Durant and them were showing up, like he didn't he didn't love uh, you know him coming over, but like what happened? Like it yielded championships, which is fun. So so much of this too. 
because and maybe it's just because I'm here in Memphis and we watched it with Penny Hardaway, but you know what prevented they left titles on the table because Shaq was jealous of Penny becoming the man. And you don't get that sense at all with this group, right? Because what you've got is a bunch of young stars, a mm-hmm. bunch of young studs yep. who could all be studs by themselves. But right now, and you hope it stays this way forever, it's a bunch of guys that they, they know the pecking order, they know Jaws the leader, and everybody sorts of fault. You, you don't get that sense because it became about that, John. It became about Penny becoming too big a star, and Shaq will tell you that right now, that they left titles on the table because of egos. Yep. And again, that the, I know, I know it's a side note to how well the Grizzlies are playing on the floor right now, but it's real with this chemistry. Back to your word, culture. You know, first hour word, culture with these Grizzlies. What Taylor Jenkins and these guys have put together. Yep, that's gonna be hard to walk away from if you're Dylan Brooks. It is. Like this thing's getting to a point where it's start. It's looking special. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, it, it has been that, but yep. you start really dreaming big. It it just feels like titles are imminent, and if and if egos and aren't gonna get in the way, and you know. Hell, certainly old age won't. This is a young group. My gosh, the sky's the limit. It, it, it truly is. Uh, so, and, you know, again, culture, culture, culture. Uh, the best teams in the NBA have one. The best teams in the NBA, you know. You might have one of the best in the league. I think that's. You may have surpassed Miami's. You know? I, mean, I know. I realize you got things to accomplish yeah. still. No, but, but, but we're not look, getting ahead of look, ourselves. I mean, so much of what we do on a daily basis on this radio show, man, is just we're just we're chronicling sort of things as they happen, and we're trying to sort of see the future and wh- which way is the arrow pointing a little bit, right? And the arrow is clearly pointing up. They have it every. They have everything. They have great team chemistry. Yeah. They have a deep bench. They got assets. They're a problem. You know, they got great leadership in the front office from everything you saw. Santi Altama coming in here giving you 18 and 10 double, in the second double, year. Double-double against, uh, I mean. Uh, uh, After he looked like last year, oh, no, they missed on him. Yep. And that's a physical That's a physical front court now. I mean, that's not your finesse. Dude, he's getting comfortable going to the basket. Yep. Like that strength difference now isn't, you know, it's not discouraging him from going to the basket, playing guys. Not, it's not intimidating him whatsoever. That block Yeah, he had. other athletic guys, it just doesn't get it. You saw Julius Randle trying to punk him. Yep. You know, when they were playing the Knicks, it doesn't, he doesn't allow it to get to him. I watched a lot of the NBA He's last impressive. night. I was locked into the NBA last night, a couple of just random observations that I like to share from time to time. The Orlando Magic have – uh, just an absolutely abysmal roster. It is. It is not. Well, we knew that. It is not years away. It is light years away. And I think Cole Anthony has a case uh, as the worst player in the NBA. Stop, bro. He's he is, not the worst. He is awful. He is awful, dude. Now I know Wendell Carter was not playing last night, bro. I want. No, I don't. I don't want Cole Anthony a hundred yards n- n- near my team. That no, dude yeah, sucks. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pick him, bro. He sucks. But he is not the worst player in the league. Worst regular minute getting player in the NBA, I would say. He sucks. He's horrible, bro. Look at his numbers last night. <laughs> I watched the whole game. I watched the Bucks Magic game. I checked it on my man Paolo. This dude just come with these. This dude had zeros all across. What was it? I'm gonna pull it up, man. I'm gonna pull up this dude's box score last night. I'm just telling you, man. And I know the Bucks are defensive, whatever. You know what I mean? Let's look up Cole Anthony. Did my man get in the in the score column? No. Zero points in 21 minutes. One assist, four rebounds. Now this is a guy. How is he? Feels like he's a Grizz killer or whatever reason we let him play a little well when he plays us. Nine from the field. Okay. Yeah. Oh four from three. I mean, I just I feel like he, you know, maybe it was just a horrible night because I'm looking at, you know, he's had nights where he's seven of eleven, four of ten. Maybe I caught him on a bad night, but bro, it was awful watching him play last night. And then we had I can't even take credit for this as much as I would like to because we had Yoda on the show. You guys probably won't remember this, but we had Yoda on the show before the season started, and I asked him. I said, "Man, who's like a dark horse? I don't want to hear about Paolo. I don't want to hear about Keegan Murray. Like, who's a dark horse for Rookie of the Year?" And this man came with Tari Eason, all right? And I watched that rock because you know I like the Rockets. I like what they're building there, man. I watched that game last night against the 76ers in Houston. My man Tari Eason was a beast. 18.6 rebounds in 21 minutes. The Rockets are coming. <laughs> they come. They're years away. They're coming Slow now, down, bro. Though. I mean, I like their roster better than I like the Kings. The Kings just have vets. That's what the Rockets don't have. 
If you, they have one vet, they have uh, uh, Eric Gordon. That's the only guy they have that actually gets minutes for them. I said the Rockets are coming. Dude, the Grizzlies about to run the league. You talking about the Rockets that. are? We're are, coming where the, the, to the six seed? Food? Well, yes, I like the I like the Rockets long term better than I like the Kings. How's that? I, I mean, look, they got Jalen Green, beast. Uh, uh, Kevin Porter, beast. Jabari Smith had sixteen and eleven last night. They got this weird bodied uh, singoon dude who just like you know moves around in the paint. You know, he's got like this like old man game. I, if I was a Houston, if I was a Houston resident, I would be very excited about that Rockets team, and I think their coach, excited. Silas, is good. I don't know if he'll be there to see it through. You know how this goes, but just remember I said this. You just man. jump around from team. Wasn't this is you on the Pelicans last year? I like and, and Willie Green. I, I, bro, I got the eye, bro. I know who's coming and who's not. I, Cole Anthony, not. Cole Anthony has no luggage, bro. He got a carry on. All right. He is not coming. No, no, Greg, they were, you know, they got money. Yeah, exactly. He's going to have he's got some. He's got some Louis. That's the, he's, he's, he's Austin Rivers. That's what he is. But his next contract is going to be an issue. RJ didn't even play last night. He needs to get out of there fast. Yeah, the the uh, the Wagner kids were pretty good last night. They actually covered against the Bucks. They did. They made it close there at the end. Um no uh, Grayson Allen, no Brooke Lopez last night. The thing with the Kings is they should have kept Halliburton. I just don't. I never agreed with that one. No so doubt. I, I can't trust. No doubt. And then I watched a little eensy weensy tiny bit of Pacers and Warriors. I mean, lots of pa- speaking of my man, folks lost the Pacers at home. What my man do? What Halliburton do? He didn't play. He's not playing right now. No, they lost to the freaking Pacers without Halliburton, bro, at the crib, and they played everybody. The Warriors didn't have anybody sitting. That I mean, Steph played, Wiggins played, Poole played. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on there. You know, it's like the you expect them at some point to turn the switch and flip it, but they're missing something, dude. Ah, they need to make a move at the deadline. Something. Maybe it is the Poole Draymond thing. Maybe it's like insidious. Maybe it's like bleed. Like you, you know, you say it's buried and all that, but mm-hmm. maybe it just looms. Maybe it just hangs over the team. And until you figure out like how to fix it truly, it's it's gonna impact. I mean, because they're just not. They don't look like a championship outfit to me right now. And maybe they could turn in. Maybe they can. Maybe I'm being naive here. Maybe I'm, you know, trying to suspend my disbelief. But I don't. I don't see a repeat here. Grizz may have the fewest holes. When they get their dues back, that's what we were talking about in the beginning. Like championship possible. The Sun. What the Suns lose by last night? Fifty. I, mean, I don't know what the final was against the Mavs, but you know, again, you can go through every roster here. I mean, the Grizzlies matchup. I, I would take the if fully healthy. I would certainly give the Grizzlies a chance to beat anybody in the league in a seven-game series. There's nobody that I don't think the Grizzlies could beat in a seven-game series, East or West. I mean, the Celtics are a tough matchup. Boston, so it's the experience. Yeah. Different. The Celtics, I think, but that's—I mean—that's a finals matchup. You know, that's what we're talking about here. Sure. You know, in the West, I, nobody nobody scares me in a seven-game series in the West. They just don't. You know, I yeah, mean, Suns lost by you know, 19, 130, Okay, so they made it. They made it. They made it a little bit more interesting than it actually was. Doncic, but, thirty-three, eight and six. Yeah, they don't. I mean, they've had our number, but maybe I don't know. Maybe we're getting too big-headed. Dallas had our number, but surely that's going to turn. I don't know, bro. When you beat the Miami Heat. At home. Oh, my, you think any this man, like Garnett, anything is possible around here. Give him the champagne. John's ready to win a title today. With, with G-leaguers, basically. I mean, guys who are spending time in the G-league. They beat the fully healthy Miami Heat, who had just beaten the Boston Celtics. I, look, I know parody happens, crazy stuff happens, but that is not a fluke. That is not a fluke what happened last night at FedEx Forum. That is a real thing. That is a real thing. Agreed. That, that is uh, persistent. So. Next one will be Oklahoma City on Wednesday uh, again, the second game of a five-game homestand that is the longest for the Grizzlies this season. It continues Wednesday against Oklahoma City. Next story. Uh, John Robinson's going to need some luggage because his ass is out. With the Tennessee Titans. General manager had been there, uh, I think, since 2016. Had The Tennessee Titans. done some good things. Had done some good things. But his nail in the coffin was the A.J. Brown trade. Um, the timing says everything. 
uh, as we know, they went into Philadelphia last week and were just beaten to a pulp. And what do you have? Nine catches and eight catches. I'm over 100 yards. A couple was, of touchdowns. I think it was nine catches, 119 they, yards. They beat the Titans over the brow with AJ Brown. They sure Their did, own buddy. Guy. They sure did. Uh, eight for 119, eight for 119 and two tutties. Lord. Which means that he doubled the uh, offensive output of the of the entire team. Uh, that being the Titans. And I look, there is nobody in the world that thought that trade was good. At the time, other than John Robinson, Mike Vrabel didn't like it. Uh, we didn't like it. I'm sure Tannehill and the guys in, within the locker room didn't like it. Now Titans fans were a trying superstar to, in Titans fans try to talk themselves into it, right? They're like, "Wow, we're going to draft Traylon Burks." And, <laughs> Traylon, yeah. pretty good though. He's not ready. He's though. not He's AJ not. Brown, and, 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 who you already had. Right. And here's the issue with the Titans, man. They're not the Grizzlies. They don't have five, six, seven years to peer into the future and say, oh, that's a good point. this doesn't have to be our year. No, 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 no. This has to be their year. Next year has to be their year. I was talking to somebody who's um, pretty well versed in the NFL circles, and they said, uh, this is before, of course, the John Robinson fire, so I don't know how this affects it, but, the, but, but this person said the Titans absolutely have to get Aaron Rodgers come hell or high water. They have to trade what's necessary to get Aaron Rodgers away from Green Bay. And they have to try to go for it next year. That's interesting. Um, because I mean, their roster is built like that. I mean, you know, Bud Dupree they paid. Um, you know, do they pay Jeffrey Simmons? If they haven't yet, they're no, going to have to break the bank. Right, man. You can't let him walk. Derrick Henry is you're, you're running him into the ground. You've only got probably this year and next with him at a high level. Um, you know, you've got to you've got to try to figure out what you're going to do, what you're going to be. And I would say if you have Dupree and Simmons and Byard and, and and Henry, like you've got a roster that is close. You just need you know that piece that will get you over the top. But you know, ten points in the NFL is just not going to cut it, man. It's you know, if you look around, you got Jalen Hurts, you got um, you know, even even Justin Fields is dynamic, right? He's young, but you, know, you look around the league, you got to have a dynamic quarterback, and that is not Ryan Tannehill. He's fine. He can manage a game, whatever. But it's not enough. It's not enough. So. That's an interesting thing. I'd never thought about Aaron other than play play in yeah. the offseason. Well, with you know, the Titans. So kind of the way he's been talking, right? I mean, uh, this person said, give him two first. Because I, I, I will say this it makes sense because they need to find out what they have in Jordan Love, right? I mean, he got in there, um, I can't remember, it was two weeks ago, right? He got in there two weeks ago against somebody. It, it's weird. Gutenkunz just said. We have the information like they're going to pick up the fifth-year option, like they know already. They they should. They have to. Because they invested a first-round pick in him, you would mm-hmm. look absolutely asinine. And who, who who was it that he came in and threw the touchdowns? I can't remember what, what team it was. But, uh, but, yeah, like he actually looks better. He looks like he may be your guy. And I think you owe it to yourself as a franchise to see – if he is, and then make the determination. If he is, you give him the, you know, you like roll with him. Because because we, okay, with Aaron, it's it's topped out. You know, you're not going anywhere this year. It's not going to get, you know, demonstrably better. He, he's been holding them hostage. Right. And, and Green Bay yes. needs to get out. Yes. So I know this Just is. To this, be honest with you. This started as a segment about John it's, Robinson. But it's, it's obvious why he got fired. He got fired because he made a dumbass trade. He made, he made one of the worst trades uh, in the history. And, he, and they did it right after he loses yes. to the yes. to the team who got A.J. Brown. And, 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 and they, you know, single-handedly destroyed him um, last week. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that trade was awful. Sometimes, like, I don't understand. These guys try to, you know, they try to act like they're smarter than everybody else. Oh, well. You know, we didn't want to pay AJ Brown that whatever, however far apart they were. We didn't want to pay him because he's injury prone. And every has he elite a team, game this most year? of these elite teams got one of these guys. And he's playing. I just looked at it. he's got twelve games, nine hundred fifty yards, nine touchdowns. Hadn't missed a game this year. No, that man's been out there. He's got a bloody eye. I saw him in the post game. I bloody as heck. That's yeah. what I say. Are you okay? Yeah. He's out there catching touchdowns. And now the the Titans have nothing. They have no weapons. They have nobody to throw you it to. You drafted this man. It you didn't dr- make sense then. And no that, sense. That that is a no. Doesn't no. makes sense now. That that is a cardinal sin, job. right? To draft a guy, groom him. He puts butts in seats. Him. This dude's a superstar. He's a star. He helps you with that too. And then you don't want to pay and, and by the way, it's not a running back now. Okay? I can justify running back. I can I can justify letting running back. Like the Raiders are going to let just Josh Jacobs walk. And honestly, as hard as it's going to be, it's the right decision because you can't tie up 
that much of your salary cap into a position where he's not going to make it 17 games. Well, most I, I'd say Derrick Henry is what cost him because of the way that team set up, but they said that they were only a couple of million apart from A.J. They yeah. could have gotten it done. Well, Derrick Henry is an alien. I mean, he he's just his well, durability that, But that's is what crazy. I'm saying. Maybe in, for that case, making yeah. it unique would be right. why. But, but back to the point, they were only a couple of million difference there on what uh, what they didn't want to pay A.J. Should have no, just it gave was, it to him. It, was, it, was it wasn't a, a deal where Derrick prevented you from re-signing him, from giving them the big extension. It was a, it was a fumbling, man. It was a fumbling of the bag, and – it's it's costly. He's rightfully paying for it. Well, yeah, he's I mean, given Vrabel less and less to win with. You take away a superstar like that. It, it, look, we, we were saying this when it happened. Correct. And, and, so and it's one. Yeah, and one it's a the, credit to Mike Vrabel that they are still where they are. I mean, they're winning the division. They're going to go to the playoffs again. Um, were they seven and five? Something like that. Like now. it's a credit to them that they are even that good. Um, Hit a couple of speed bumps here. Still going to win that division. I mean, they had, they had, you know, look, they're the, the three of their five are against the the uh, the Buffalo Bills on the road, the Cincinnati Bengals last week, and then the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, not a ton of shame, you know, in sixty percent of the L's that you've taken. You know, most NFL teams are going to lose to those three. Um, so I, you know, I, 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 yeah, I think it's a hell of a job from Mike Vrabel. Oh, it still is. But you can't, as a general manager. Ask your coach and your team to play with one hand tied behind their back, and that is what you did. That is what you did because what? Because what? You didn't want to pay him. You didn't like him. You didn't like him personally. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you didn't like the way he went about his business or whatever it is. You know, you got to put that to the side. You got to be a professional. Um, now he's going to get paid for four years to do nothing. That's the beauty of it for John Robinson. Like he's going to get the full salary. But I mean, I could never ever trust that dude to run my franchise again. Because A, he overcommitted to Ryan Tannehill, and B, he took away Ryan Tannehill's only reliable and superstar perimeter weapon. What kind of damn sense does that make? It's just stupid. It's just like, dude, a, a kid playing Madden wouldn't do that. You know, like what? Unless he was getting back something, well, they even get back for him. They, they let him what? They, they 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 trade him or let him? Well, they traded him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they traded him and got back what? I don't remember, but whatever. I, 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 did they, and they, did they get a player back in that deal too? I don't. Some, some it, weird line. Some line. I remember like a, a linebacker or something. Anyway, I don't remember. What and that's, they got that's how that is. That is. Uh, that is how bad the trade was. They got a first rounder. They got a first rounder, and they took Traylon Burks, who again, you know, is okay. Maybe a great player. I think he, did he catch the touchdown? I think he did catch the only touchdown yeah, of, the, got, of the game a, for them. Took a shot. Yeah, and also like if you look at his if you look at his record beyond the trade, um, drafted Isaiah Wilson, who I don't I don't know what he's up to, uh, 29th overall. Darrington Evans, irrelevant. Caleb Farley, first rounder, back issues. Dylan uh, Dylan Redunds, I think he might be a starter, 53rd overall, maybe. Traded that second, that fourth for Julio Jones, who did nothing, um, you know, and then you gave AJ Brown away for no reason. So people are like, "Oh, I just uh, there's got to be something." No, dude, the Titans have masked his incompetence. The Titans on the field have masked John Robinson's incompetence. A lot of people are slobbing all over that dude when he got the job, you know. But the truth is, is that that team has been overperforming relative to what they have, and it's because of his own doing for the last three years. He took a chance on Jeff Simmons, though, right? He, I mean, he's got like that, some. That, that's a that was a he's hit. got some. That one was a hit. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. It's it's that's why he's fired today. But and particularly not they didn't wait till the end of the season. You know, yeah, like you know, Kevin Byer he hit on Derrick Henry he hit on. But it's not about three, four, five years ago, you know. That's the thing about the NFL, is like you have to be consistently great. Now, in the case of John Gruden and Mike Mayock, they were never, ever at any point gonna be confused with being great. They hit one draft pick. One. Out of however many, fifth no two. I'll give him two, Jacobs and um, Crosby, Max Crosby, and the rest were just awful. I don't even think they're on the roster, my man. Um, they got a third round or two for AJ. No oh, third round. Look. Okay. Um, so some trash. A first and a third. The first you said they used on Burks. Yeah. So look, it's just like it's one of those things where you know at the beginning, you know, he made some right picks, made some right decisions, got him to a certain point, and then once you get there. You know the decisions have been pretty bad, and 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 that's the way it goes in professional sports. Um, and that trade was absolutely egregious. So 
John Robinson is out. I don't know if you have the 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 Bucks game. Are we going to get to that, or do you want me to roll with that here while we're on the subject of NFL? No, I'll do that because I got tired. Yeah. So the NFL uh, was on television last night, as we know, um, and Tom Brady did it once again. I think it was only the second time, though. I think it was only the second time trailing by double digits in the fourth quarter to come back and win, and the only other time was, of course, the Super Bowl uh, against the Atlanta. Because most of the time, that dude is probably up double digits in the fourth as opposed to down. He broke a t- Yeah, I didn't know it was the double-digit one. I didn't know He broke the tie with Peyton Manning. It was his 44th win after trailing in the fourth. That's an NFL record. Yeah, I think broke. the double-digit part was what they were talking about last Yours night. Yours is double digits, which is tougher to even tougher to do. Yeah. Um, look, Tom Brady, obviously amazing. Um, and, I, I, you know. Don't go too far. In a two-minute drill, is there still a guy I would trust more right now than Tom Brady? Probably not. However, I will say this. That does not happen last night without the complicity uh, or the complicitness of Dennis Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was cooperative. Yep, Saints, yep, gave it to him. They um, set the plate. Yes. Uh, third and one, you throw a pass, fine. You want to do that? You want to get cute? Fine. Why are you punting fourth and one midfield up 10 with like six minutes left? Um, you have the personnel. Up 16-3 with five-something left. Yeah, up 16-3, not even 10. It was 13. Close, close that out. Worst case scenario is you don't get it. And they get the ball at midfield. They're still down a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario is you get the first down and you take two to three more minutes off the clock. They punt it. Fourth and one, they punt it. Inexplicable. Egregiously to me. Defense coordinator, now head coach. Just not cut out for it, bro. No, he wasn't. He's not. He not don't, cut he out. He look ready. No. Not, 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 not I don't him. blame Mark Ingram from going out of bounds. There's six minutes left in the game. We're not talking about one minute and 35 seconds here, okay? There's six minutes left. I'm not even focused on that. I'm focused on – if I have I don't even have an issue with the pass call on third down, whatever. Like, you're just trying to move the chains. But you absolutely have to go for that every time when it's time like, – okay. That's my point. I think Sean Payton does. He absolutely That's, does. They, you, not you gotta, even a you question. You went defensive coordinator who's kicking it back, right? You're going to put his defense out there. Nah, Tom's not going to do this to us. It's just that sort of mindset rather than no nah, – we're going to go handle this offensively and put this game away with a couple of plays. That's all they had to do. Uh, again, I'm not saying Dennis Allen can't be a success at all down there. Just you know, We've made that determination about some guys first year. Nathaniel Hackett, one of them. Dennis Allen may be fine, but he made a foolish move yep. last night and played too conservative. Yeah, I mean. Defensive guy. I thought, okay, I'm going to rest on my defense. It's a billion-dollar business. Burned him. It's it a billion-dollar business. And it's you, always easy to say this always, after. but It is, but put the game away. I think everybody was saying the same thing. Go for it, mm-hmm. man. Go for it. Right. You know, all you have to do is bring uh, Mormon King, Taysom Hill in. Well, if only because it's Tom Brady on the That's other exactly sideline. Right. It's and he's not done Brock this, Purdy. He's done this 43 times. It's Tom Brady. He's come back for you can never count him out. So for that reason alone, it's – and what do you have to lose? Nothing. Worst case By scenario is – Going for it, putting the game away. You're going to get a you're, yard, man. You're going to get a yard. Even this season, it's done. You may as well have that go-forward attitude Bring at this point Taysom of the Hill season. Bring Taysom Hill in at quarterback and, and run, run him up. down the line. That's you all know? you got to do. So He's getting a yard. Way too conservative. That dude is absolutely but, getting a yard. But back to the point, you're right. The Saints set it up for him. I, John, I know this was magic, and it is for Tom Brady to still be able to do this at his age, but that ain't some Bucks team that's coming together or – uh, oh, they're going to host a first-round playoff game, which they are as a yeah. division winner, and going to knock off a Dallas or a whoever finishes whatever it is second in the NFC East. Like I don't see that there. That thing is broken. Who dude. would they? Who and the would Saints they host? Gave that. To who them. would they host? Pretty sure the loser of the NFC East playoff. So they're going to get one. They're going to get like the best wild card team. Okay. As so they, the, it as could the be like, worst, it could be like division the winner. So no, the the way Greeny posed it. Oh so no, it'd be Cowboys. You're going to get Cowboys up in there. First game because again, assuming Cowboys finish second, right? You'll get best wild card. Pretty sure that's how it sets up with the seven. Now, still getting used to it. Yeah. But yeah, that's and you're gonna get a Dallas down there in Tampa, and don't for a minute think well that those that the Cowboys can't roll them down. Now, yeah, I know you were. I, I know we're, 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 we're coming off of an absolute you know disgrace of a performance from Indianapolis here. So, you know, it's easy. Don't forget, they did beat Dallas, Dallas put, in you, Dallas first game of the season. That, I know Dak got hurt, but he, they were losing dude, well before that, that. That's before that he had this rapport that he's got with CD now. 
Like, they're building. Dak will still miss a throw every now and then. And but they will. got a good thing working on offense. And I ain't so much concerned about well, Dak and the and the rapport with the receivers as I am with that run game right now. That thing will kill you. You would really so, you would really pick – I'm, I'm asking honestly. You would really pick Dak over Tom Brady at Tom Brady's place in a playoff game? I would pick Dallas in that defense over Tom Brady and this broken Bucks team. Folks, Tom Brady should leave. That thing is broken. Get it. If you want to win another one, Where you're going to have to get out of there. Where should he go? The, the suggestion this morning on get up was, was go back Las home. Las Vegas. No, it was go back home. Wow. But both need, man, man both, we know that both, ain't happening, bro. Both need each that other. Ain't happening. Both need each other right now again. They they do, but it ain't happening. Him and Bill. He he don't he don't so, ro- he so ain't end rocking it, with end Bill. It next year back home. He ain't rocking with Bill. The, the, his whole trainer thing. He ain't going back to Foxborough. It ain't happening. It, 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 I mean, I hear you. Be he fun. Is, he is beat up. He was getting killed last yeah. night. Like, I know there was a little magic left in the tank. There was. But don't for a minute think that this Look, is a couple years ago where they're about to go on a run. It's it's weird, it's man. Not it's, that, it's not that Bucks team. It's weird with the Bucks Because I said, you know, two, three weeks ago that I still think they can make a yeah, run. Yeah, yeah, and I was talking directly to you. And, like, stop. But then they lost the Browns and uh, with Jacoby Brissett. And it's like, okay, can they make a run? Well, I don't know. I still believe that in the playoffs, in a postseason setting, anything can happen when Tom Brady is playing. Anything can happen. Like, it would not surprise me. However, it is hard to imagine, as inconsistent as that Tampa Bay offense is, it is hard to imagine them beating, like, a, I mean, Dallas is, is going to end up being, they're, they're like one of the best wild card teams of all time if it ends up being them. I mean, with what they have defensively, with their run game, with their offensive line, like, that is not your average wild card team, bro. That's a division champion in seven of the eight. Might be adding o- Odell, even though I don't think they should. But I don't know. They looked like they were maybe backing off that. Yeah, little bit it looks earlier. like they are because. Yeah, but Jones you saw him at the game last yeah, no, night. He he's been with the. Yeah. He's with Micah and them. He's sitting, that is a, He's sitting front row. That is a game changer they, to me. If they if if he's anywhere near, they're just near. posturing trying to get that number lower. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. But they're they're not having him in so, Dallas this long. Not bringing him in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I uh, I, I can never and I will never count out Tom Brady because you can't. Would be a tall order though if it if it ends up being Dallas, which it looks like it will be. It will be a tall order for them to to pull that off at home. But look, it, you can't sit there and tell me that you don't enjoy as a forty six year old man yourself to be looking in the mirror on the wall and just seeing another forty five, forty six year old man just pure greatness. It must inspire you on some level. Guess what's going to end it? Two words. What? Micah Parsons. It does not. He it, don't care about your mirror, how old, or the greatness well, it's, of what's it's left your in mirror. The it ain't mine. Is Tom Brady not an inspiration for you? No. I don't no, I don't look at it that way at all. You don't relate to him? I'm living my life. Tom's living his. Well, he's... he's Who do you think's happier right now? Just today. Well, he's happier today, bro. Now, I know you, I know you I, work some magic. He, I know was you, ha- he was happier last night. Well, to, bro, uh, Tom Because that wears off. Tom has to look forward, and he sees there ain't no future. You, They're not going back to a Super Bowl. Do you think Bowl. he thinks that? That team is broken down. I don't I, think I he thinks he that. I think he sees when he, when, he when he takes that shirt off and sees those bruises on that old body this morning. I think Tom, on that Brady, I think body. Tom Brady believes that any time he's nope. playing, he nope. has a chance to win. No, I don't see a man that thinks that still thinks, well, I mean, thinks that. W- I see a beat down You man. don't think the Bucks with Fournette, with Rashad White, with Mike Evans, with Chris Godwin, that they can make a run, they can win a couple of games in the playoffs? If there's a team to bet on with the GOAT, why not them? No, it's because I'm watching. The Saints should have won the game. They should have. You're right. That is true. That should have been. That a, is true. That should have been a death blow. Even though somebody's got to really, win that division. It really should have been a double digit loss. hundred percent. It really should have been. We sit up here, started the thing, blaming the Saints for blowing that thing. They should have. It should have been another uh, loss. Jarvis Landry dropped a touchdown. Oh, sure touchdown. So I mean, you're talking about three instead of six. That's how it happened. You're depending on old man Julio. He made one late. He made a good catch. Late. I mean, yeah, he he'll he'll roll over and do something every I'm just now saying and then. It, it's stuck together with tape, bro. It is. And like you know, you just never know when he's gonna. So Julio Jones drop off was it. remarkable. It was like he just disappeared. He had like those, I mean, those big receivers, man, that, yeah. that have a tendency to do that, fall off pretty quick. But yeah, I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even mention Julio. Mm-hmm. Remember when the Titans thought he, they were going, he was going to come in and man, be their stop, savior? Stop talking about that. I guess that was John Robinson too. Huh? It was, yeah, second and a fourth. Yeah, well, we, we blew it. 
on that. That was all. That, I, I thought that was a good one. I was all about. Well, I think that. we all kind of thought the same thing, but I don't think we realized just how. That's when they had weapons. We said weapons. AJ Brown, Julio Jones, and they traded away the weapons. It ended up being and, and no Julio different than Johnny Manziel in a Memphis Express uniform. He was a dull knife, old. Just what could have been. Mm-hmm. What could have been. I got, anyway, I got one more. You've talked too long, NFL. TB12, another one. Another one. Next story. You know the Tigers play tonight, right? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Do you care? Against this team, I do not. And that's the right vibe, right? Yeah. Uh, for the most part. Uh, they will be playing Little Rock, 2-6 and six Little Rock tonight. Tigers big-time favorites. I think I heard it's up to 27-and-a-half uh, uh, in terms of the line. Memphis favored. Uh, this obviously going to be a tune-up, you would hope, uh, for Memphis uh, as it gets set to play Auburn this weekend. Then it's got Alabama. So much like North Alabama was a tune-up for a great, you know, great team effort, great especially defensively against Ole Miss on Saturday. This Little Rock game um, would go along those same plans tonight to get you ready for Auburn and Alabama. Hopefully, you get a lot of guys out there. Uh, again, Ken Palm's got it as an 85-59 Memphis win. Uh, if you're looking for things out of this one, I think you just want to come out healthy, and that starts with Kendrick Davis mm-hmm. at this point. He's been battling. Looks like you'd like to get him through this thing and 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 rest him too, if at all possible. That's going to be the main thing here. Get guys some confidence. You know, Penny's mission, uh, at least in that game against North Alabama, was go out and find that guy, Jonathan Lawson, whoever from that bench, that's going to give me a little spark. And for the most part, you've been able to do that. Hopefully you see more of that tonight. It's not so much, hey, is he an answer for the season, but can I get these guys some confidence so that against Auburn on Saturday, you know, a Jonathan Loss can come off the bench, Elijah McCadden comes off the bench, makes a big play for you. That's what tonight's about uh, in addition to basically just keeping that defense like the steel trap that it's been. Uh, 15th in the country now, Memphis is defensively. Offensively, 51st. That's in the green, guys. Yeah. I mean, I know it's you know there's it's it's not you know a beautiful thing to watch at all times with this Memphis offense, but they're turning it over uh, less than they've ever turned it over. You know the 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 fewest in terms of turnovers they've ever had under Penny Hardaway, uh, taking care of the ball. And no, it's not a great shooting team from three. In fact, we've seen them be horrid. They just hit one in their last game, but for the most part, uh, offensively they've been efficient. Again, number fifty-one in the country. Uh, not so bad. So Memphis Tigers again tonight. Yeah, this should be a uh, squash. You see Preston Laird down there, former yes. Tiger. Tell I, think him it's, uh, I think it's year number four for him under yeah. Daryl Walker. Daryl Walker, former NBA player. Former NBA player who uh, Penny would know well, I'm assuming. That's why this he, should be like 95 to 50. You know, I mean, this should be. Little Rock is the second worst team on the Tigers' schedule, yeah. just according mm-hmm. to Ken Palm rating. The the worst is going to be poor Tony at Alabama State, but we know this is just first, first year. year for him. He's at 349 his first season. I believe just has one win. You'll play them a little later. Uh, but this Little Rock team is going to be worse than, is this where, than that uh, North Alabama team that you just played. Chris Beard was at Little Rock, right? Yeah. Isn't that where he got his, yeah. How about that? It, I mean, it, it has been a, I guess, at least for him, I don't know if there's a long history of launching off from, Little Rock, probably not, but uh, yeah. When would have been his last? Probably like 2016. 16. Yeah, you got a good memory. 16 was his last year. Remember he was 15, at UNLV and he didn't get to coach a game because he was offered his dream job. That's right. He pulled the rug from that, you guys. That hurt. Pulled the rug, and and the rest is history. He's in action tonight. He's got Illinois and Madison Square Garden. That's a big one. He'll lose tonight as karma. Oh, he'll lose tonight as karma. You're taking the long. You're not taking the Longhorns. You're going with the Illini. I love the Illini. You I see lo- him play in Vegas. I love the Illini under Brad Underwood. I love the way they play. Absolutely. Give me, give me Illinois uh, plus three. Uh, Catching two and a half. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's down. That's good. That's really good. Locked it in at three. Are you taking these Tigers to cover tonight? I think so. I think so. I think this is a squash. I think this is. This is probably a 35 to 40 point win. Oh, wow. Should be. Jonathan Lawson, 11 and a half points over under. Against this team, it's going to be over. Okay. He's going to finish with like 14. Mm. He's, he's going to get, you know, this is going to look like, uh, what was the game? Was it North Alabama where mm-hmm. they had like line changes? Mm-hmm. It'll be like that. It'll be, you know, it'll be somebody like Jonathan and uh, like Keontae Kenny's going to have like 18 or something like that. I mean, this is just going to be an absolute. Lawson's frame, because uh, that was the first time I really watched him that closely in that Ole Miss game. It is, he, he just looking at him, yeah. he is a specimen of he's, a basketball he's player. He's all legs. Oh, my that God. That man's he's legs are so long. He's just, he's yeah. so long. Mm-hmm. Oh, he gets up on you. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's got a really nice future, it looks like. Oh, yeah. I mean, 
He just needs the opportunity, and I hope yeah, I, hope I hope that he it's here. Yeah, I do too. That's my biggest thing is that I hope that. Yeah, I mean, see, there's plenty of opportunity on this team, especially if you can shoot the ball the way you got to. You got to give him yeah. enough of a carrot, right? You got to keep him engaged enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it helps you too because defensively, you can get him that experience that he needs, yes. so where then you can stay out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Jonathan Lawson has a chance to like go down. I truly believe is like a, a a beloved tiger. I could see that. You know, just spend your career here. You know, he's only a redshirt freshman. He's, you know, when he yep. gets his opportunities, he yeah. is usually making the most of them. Yeah, I liked what I've seen so far. Um, and you, you just have to, you know, there's a fine line. I understand that Penny wants to develop him, and there's a certain cadence to that. But I do also believe you got to sort of, it's a give and take. Mm-hmm. You know, like P- Penny's got to kind of be willing to maybe compromise some of his own things to make sure that Jonathan feels like he's getting enough out of it. To not have to, you know, flirt with the transfer portal in the offseason. It would That's be, every coach. It would be nice to see Penny, and I, this is not a criticism. This is just a want of a four-year redshirt player who develops through your system, who launches out of here, and and then has the potential to be the NBA player even after four years. You know, so a four-year player yeah, type thing. I, th- I, th- I think you need those guys in your program. I think they're I endangered really species. Just you know, for everybody, not not just in Memphis, but for everybody. The, yeah. the guys who spend all their entire careers. At a certain stop, I mean, you're probably talking about Kentuckys and Dukes and Michigan States there. Creighton, um, maybe. I mean, your your buddy Mike Miller's son, maybe. You know, I don't know. I mean, mate, but you know, is he's he not getting playing? a lot of playing time. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, so is this his red shirt freshman year? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so Jonathan's playing, playing more than he is. It's similar. Yeah. It's. It, I, I haven't watched a ton. But they of got a, they got a really good team. Yeah, they, well, they, how much well, of it is? How many has he got ahead of him, John? You they've would, taken. He, he's only playing eleven minutes a game. It's not much. Yeah, so I, I, I would guess Jonathan Lawson is identical. Without looking up, I don't have Jonathan. They did just lose to Nebraska, by the way. Your, yeah, they're they're falling off, man. Mm-hmm. But they that's had top a, that, ten hopes. But, but that one's different because it's a little bit more of a family affair up there. Mm-hmm. It'd be different than just transferring. Yeah, Jonathan's from a playing mm-hmm. more. Jonathan's playing fourteen minutes about a game. That? Wow. Mason's but your uncle 11. is on staff, so that would Correct. be a little bit more. That would be well, my Keelan point is you would be leaving family. on staff family. at Memphis as well. No longer. Essentially. Basically. They should be giving him a stipend, all of these, all of these <laughs> losses he's Kids. put over there. Yeah. He, I mean, Keelan is, is like. Uh, but we can't, you know, you don't have. Keelan is, a, we, is we an pop, assistant coach right emeritus, now. is he not? I mean, he's sort of overseeing <laughs> the thing, you know, from the from the streets. That's what I'm saying. The book is still being written. That man got, he, it's not just, he got Taylor over there too. The book is still and being Taylor's, written about Taylor's the loss. Taylor's balling out. Dude, as a starter. Yes, he is. You look up, yeah, he's filled up the stat sheet. Well, that's why you brought him in from Oregon, because he can do that. Because he's solid. He doesn't demand the ball. Um, he's going to make plays. Yeah. You know. I mean that that win against Ole Miss was again I you know mm-hmm. professional is what you call it but I agree it was a yeah, very professional, professional win it was a professional good way to describe and there it. have not been many of those uh, over the years against that kind of competition you know usually Memphis will dilly dally and they'll flirt and it'll you know they'll 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 just at the as the you know at the end of the damn track they'll veer it back on course and yeah. and they'll find a way but that one was just like start to finish just like hey we're not going to give you a chance to get your head above water here. Let's well, go. It starts with defensively. It you does. talk about culture yep. with the Grizzlies. This yes. is the culture of this Tigers team. Penny's got them doing this kind of defense year after it year. It is now. true. It's they are the new Cincinnati in terms of you don't want to go in there because they're going to rough you up. Yeah. They're going to beat you to every 50-50. We used to say this about uh, Huggy teams, McCronin teams at Cincy. You just knew year after year, no matter what the personnel was, it was the way they were going to play. Penny's doing that with new personnel pretty much each year defensively with his team. Yes. It's a culture yep. and an identity. No, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, you know, wh- They're good defensively every Me- year. Memphis probably does not get the credit it deserves from a national standpoint with how damn good they have been. Defensively. It's the new Cincinnati. Yep. Um, you don't want to play them. And it's because they don't have the tournament success to marry it with. I understand that. Like, they just don't. But consistently, year in and year out, you've been able to look at Kim Palm and top five, top ten, sometimes number one. Yep. There's Memphis. Regardless of roster, regardless of who's on it. When it's, uh, everything settles down. Yep. They just settle in at the top. Yeah. Defensively, there's stickies that gets in dogs and, on that and end. That's what I'm saying. They play hard. It's oh. not just the structure yes. or what you're doing man to man or now with Frank with the matchup. It's how hard they play. <laughs> yes. That's coaching, that's right. ladies and gentlemen. That is coaching. When when you're playing that hard on defense every, Miss, every year. Ole Miss. I mean, I could go back and I could watch the film. I mean, it it opened up a little bit in the second half, but I would say I could probably count on one hand the amount of clean looks they got in the first half. Mm-hmm. Like straight straight away. Like there were there were. I mean, d- probably double-digit possessions that Ole Miss had in the first half where 
they genuinely did not know what to do. Like they, the 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 shot clock was coming to an end, and they just had no action. They were scattered. And yeah, like they just could not figure out the Memphis defense. Yep. Like they were getting no clean looks. They could not get open. Um, and again, that's not Little Rock, bro. That's not a you know one of the worst teams in college basketball. That's a middle of the pack SEC team that you know was coming in with just one loss. So I know it was their first road game of the season, but that was uh you know yeah I expect that effort to continue tonight. Uh, against Little Rock, as bad as they are, this should be a this should be a drubbing. This should be fun. If you're going out of the game, this should be just one of those games where you're just like, just sit back and enjoy, like the dunks from KO or something. You know, <laughs> this is gonna be a KO. It's an extended time for KO. Yeah, that's what this is. That's what this this evening will be all about. All right, we'll come back. Trista Crick's gonna join us at 125. Talk to her about the Grizzlies, about the NBA. Lots more to come. Stick around. Jason and John, I just found ESPN. Yeah, it's Brad here in studio producing the Jason and John show uh, for our new sponsor, the Betley Sportsbook. You can use your own experience and of, of you know wagering on sports and go to the Betley Sportsbook here in Tennessee or in Arkansas. If you're in Marion or West Memphis, it's good in Arkansas and Tennessee, and it's the only one that's uh, legal in both of those states on your phone, on the phone app. Download the Betley Sportsbook app today. You've probably seen the new billboards or the TV commercials or heard their ads here on 92.9 FM ESPN. They're trying to get the word out with a $250 risk-free first bet for those new 92.9 users. You just jump on right now. It's the Betley app, B-E-T-L-Y, Betley Sportsbook. And like John was saying, the the Tigers game tonight, 27.5 is what they've got listed here for that Arkansas Little Rock game. That's about what uh, Ken Palm says the number could be, maybe a little over. If you're confident with the Tigers, you can wager on that. You can also wager on that Illini game against Texas. Um, where Texas is favored for uh, in that game over Illinois, two and a half. You've got the World Cup. There's a super boost on there right now in the promotions for uh, World Cup fans. Big parlay on there. So you can check all of those wagers out right now on the Betley Sportsbook app. I've used it. You can use it. It's easy, and you must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas or Tennessee to play. Play responsibly if you'd like help quitting. Call 800-522-4700. That's the Betley Sportsbook. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 